Salvete omnes, welcome to the AP Latin Podcast. The goal of this podcast will be to cover the lines from Caesar's De Bello Gallico and Virgil's Aeneid that are found on the AP Latin curriculum. Each two-part episode will cover a selection of lines from Caesar and Virgil. I will present the Latin and English of the text, providing relevant clarification, background, and cultural information that will help put the readings in their proper context. I encourage you to read along with me as you listen to the Latin and to use the English as a way to check your understanding rather than relying on the English for understanding. Each episode will conclude with some essential questions to consider as you process through the meaning of the text. Parati, eamos. AP Latin Podcast, Episode 23a, De Bello Gallico, Book 6, Chapters 17 and 18. In this episode, you will learn that the Gauls basically worship money and that Gallic children can't be seen with their parents in public. Deum maxime mercurium colunt, huius sunt plurima simulacra, hunc omnium inventorum artium feront, hunc viarum atque etinerum ducem, hunc ad quaestus pecuniae mercaturasque habera vim maximam arbitrantur, post hunc apollinem et martem et iovem et minervam, dehis eandem fere quam reliquae gentes habent opinionem, apollinem morbos de pellera, Minervam operamatque artificiorum initia tradera, Ioam imperium caelestium tenera, Martem bella regera. Huic, cum proilio dimicare constituerunt, Ea quae bello caperent plerum quae devovent, Quae superaverent animalia capta emolant, Reliquasque res in unum locum conferunt, Multis inquitatibus harum rerum extructus tumulos, Locis consecratis conspicari licet. Neque saipe acidit ut neglecta quispiam religione, aut capta apud se occultare aut posita tolera auderet, gravissimumque eire supplicium cum cruciatu constitutum est. Gallis se omnes abdite patre prognatus predicant, idque ab druidibus proditum dicunt, abeam causam spatia omnis temperis non numero dierum sed noctium finiunt. Dies natales et mensum et anorum initia sic observant ut noctem dies subsequatur. In reliquis vitae institutis hoc ferre ab reliquis differunt quad suos liberos, nisi cum adole verunt ut munus militiae sustinere possent, palam ad se adire non patiuntur, filium quae puerili aetate in publico non conspectu patris ad sistera turpe ducunt. They especially worship the god Mercury. Of this one there are many likenesses. They say that this one is the inventor of all arts. This one is the leader of all roads and journeys. They think that this one has the greatest power over the gain of money and trade. After this one they worship Apollo and Mars and Jove and Minerva. About these they have almost the same opinion as the rest of the nations. That Apollo drives away diseases. Minerva hands over the beginnings of works and craftspeople. Jove holds the imperium of the heavens. Mars rules wars. To this one, when they have decided to fight in battle, they generally devote those things which they have captured in war. When they have conquered, they sacrifice the captured animals and they bring together the remaining things into one place. In many tribes, the built-up piles of these things are allowed to be seen in consecrated places. Nor does it often happen that, with religious respect neglected, Anyone would dare either to hide the captive things at their house or to take the things placed there. And the most serious punishment for this thing has been established together with torture. 
The Gauls declare that they all have descended from Father Dis, and they say that this has been put forth by the Druids. For this reason they bound the space of all time not by the number of days but of nights. They observe birthdays and the beginnings of months and of years, such that day follows after night. In the remaining institutions of life they differ from almost all the rest in this, that they do not permit their children, except when they have come of the age that they are able to sustain military service, to approach them openly, and they consider it shameful for a son of boyhood age to stand in public in the sight of his father. Having mentioned the customs of the Druids and the practice of human sacrifice, now Caesar moves to the specific gods of the Gauls. Although he uses Roman names for the deities, the Gauls would not have worshipped the Roman pantheon. Instead, they would have worshipped Gallic deities with Gallic names. Caesar is just talking about them as though they are the same as their Roman counterparts. This practice is called Interpretatio Romana and was very common, as we saw in the Aeneid with the Egyptian deity Ammon being identified with Jupiter and most of the Roman pantheon being brought over from Greek gods and goddesses. This is an important element of ancient polytheism. The gods of one group can be mapped easily onto the gods of another, and this can be considered yet another way that Caesar brings common ground between the Romans and the Gauls. Caesar states that the Gauls worship their version of Mercury as their principal deity. Although Virgil only mentions Mercury in his function as a messenger god, he actually does have other jobs, namely traveling and trade. And if the Gauls primarily worship Mercury, with Jupiter as one alongside the rest of the Pantheon, this can be seen as a reflection of their social and economic structure and values, hinting that mercantile trade, traveling, and the acquisition of wealth hold a high place in their society. Where politics, rhetoric, and agriculture were the ideal pursuits of the noble class in Rome, with the buying and selling of goods left to the equestrian class or lower, and the openly eager pursuit of wealth being considered a distasteful activity, Gallic society seems to be organized around the pursuit of wealth, at least in the noble class. Caesar also focuses on the Gallic worship of their version of Mars, mentioning a specific practice sacred to him, the heaping up of piles of spoils in consecrated places. And there is actually archaeological evidence for this custom. Regarding these piles of spoils, it was considered unlawful to take anything from them, with the punishment of torture and death awaiting anyone who does. Caesar also mentions that the Gauls believe they are descended from Dis, or Pluto, god of the underworld. He says that this is the reason that they divide the markings of days by sunset. The Romans officially started their new day at midnight like we do, but in practice their day began at sunrise, though they would not have been unfamiliar with this timekeeping practice. And it is similar to the Jewish reckoning of time, where Sabbath begins on sundown of Friday and goes until sundown on Saturday. In addition to the underworld, Dis was also the god of riches. So in keeping with their worship of Mercury, we have another factor focusing on the acquisition of wealth as holding high significance in Gallic society. It also makes a little sense that the Gallic religion, which according to Caesar teaches the transmigration of the soul, would also believe that they descended from the god of the underworld. Finally, Caesar does mention one specific aspect where the Gauls differed from most other people that their children are not allowed to be seen in public until they are old enough for military service. To his Roman audience, this would seem a strange curiosity, but it would not be offensive the way that human sacrifice would have been. Next time, we move into our final episode, where Caesar will cover Gallic marriage and family relationships. As we close out the episode, here are some essential questions to consider. What is Mercury's role in the Aeneid? How would you compare Virgil's portrayal of Mercury with Caesar's portrait of the Gallic version? 
What importance does the pursuit of wealth seem to hold in Gallic society? Why would the Gauls consider the spoils of war to be property of their version of Mars? How is the Roman attitude towards wealth and luxury reflected in Caesar's evaluation of Gallic religion? How would the Gallic treatment of their children instill respect for authority? What might be some drawbacks for this practice? Gratias ago pro auscultando, valete.